Welcome to The Word on Wednesday for September 1. My name is John Mason. It's great to have you with us. With the resurgence of the Taliban in Afghanistan, the rise of ISIS-K, and the prospect of renewed acts of terrorism, we wonder what the future holds. Judith and I were living in close proximity to the Twin Towers, downtown Manhattan, on September 11, 2001. Psalm 146, verse 3 says, Put not your trust in princes, in a son of man, in whom there is no salvation. When his breath departs, he returns to the earth. What a warning! Princes refers to people of influence and power. The psalm is telling us that, humanly speaking, we will never find long-term answers to our deepest desires, our security and our future. And yet, in a world that's turned its back on God, is our only hope found in the decisions and achievements of influential men and women? It's significant that in Isaiah chapter 32, verse 5, we find a deeper layer of the theme, Put not your trust in princes. Isaiah warns us that the fool, one who denies God, will no more be called noble. And there is an even more somber meaning when we consider God's words to Adam in Genesis chapter 3 and verse 19. You shall return to the ground, for out of it you were taken, for you are dust, and to dust you shall return. It's all rather depressing. But the warning in Psalm 146 comes in the context of a big picture of God. For this is the first of a cluster of five psalms that conclude the book of Psalms. Each of these psalms opens and closes with one Hebrew word. Alleluia. Alleluia brings together two Hebrew words. Hallel, a verb meaning praise, and Yah, which is a contraction of the word for God, Jehovah or Yahweh. Put together, they form a command to everyone. Praise the Lord. This is the context of the warning in Psalm 146. No matter how powerful or rich, impressive or influential someone might be, they're still only human. Paths of human power and glory are transient, for they always leave to the grave. Despite the passing of the centuries, Psalm 146 has lost none of its relevance. Only one person is worthy of our unconditional trust, the Lord God Almighty. Which brings us to a second theme of the psalm, blessing. In verse 5 we read, Blessed are those whose help is the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord their God. We put our trust in the God of good news. And as the psalm continues to unfold, the focus is on God as creator, his faithfulness and his justice, his love and his commitment to give us life and hope. The notion of a creator God is aggressively dismissed today on social media and by opinion shapers. Yet some of the finest scientific minds agree that we're not here by chance. The universe is the work of a supreme intelligence. For example, 
Dr. John Lennox writes in God's Undertaker, Has Science Buried God? To the majority of those who have reflected deeply and written about the origin and nature of the universe, it has seemed that it points beyond itself to a source which is non-physical and of great intelligence and power. To come back to the psalm, Psalm 146 goes on to tell us that God is truly the God of good news. For in verses 7 and 8 we read, Who executes justice for the oppressed, who gives food to the hungry. The Lord sets the prisoners free. He opens the eyes of the blind. He lifts up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. The oppressed, the hungry, the prisoners and the blind, and the righteous, as well as the sojourners or immigrants, the widow and the fatherless, are the recipients of God's help. The flow of these words tells us that these are not different groups of people, but the same people. They are speaking of God's people as a whole. The righteous are those who are righteous by faith. They don't put their trust in the influential or the powerful of the world. They put their trust in the God who is faithful, the God who has good news to offer, the God who offers hope and a future. Now the psalmist does not say that there is no place for human agencies. That's not his point. His question is, where do you put your trust? In human princes or in God? When we open our minds and hearts to God, His beauty and love are now perfectly revealed for us in Jesus Christ, God's eternal Son. We will find Alleluia rising to our lips again and again. We'll find that whatever our song of experience was in the past, it can now finish with Alleluia, the heartfelt song of praise, of hope and of joy to the one true God. Consider the biblical richness of the hymn from Keith and Christian Getty and Matt Papa. What is our hope in life and death? Christ alone. What is our only confidence? That our souls to Him belong. Who holds our days within His hands? What comes apart from His command? And what will keep us to the end? the love of Christ in which we stand. What truth can calm the troubled soul? God is good. Where is His grace and goodness known? In our great Redeemer's blood. Who holds our faith when fears arise? Who stands above the stormy trial? Who sends the waves that brings us nigh unto the shore, the rock of Christ? Unto the grave, what will we sing? Christ, He lives. And what reward will heaven bring? Everlasting life with Him. There we will rise to meet the Lord. Then sin and death will be destroyed. And we will feast in endless joy when Christ is ours forevermore. Sing Alleluia. Our hope springs eternal. Sing Alleluia. Now and ever we confess Christ our hope in life and death. To return to Psalm 146, 
the Lord will reign forever, your God, O Zion, for all generations. Alleluia. Praise the Lord. So let me pray. O God, the author and lover of peace, in knowledge of whom stands our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, your servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that surely trusting in your defence we may not fear the power of any adversaries. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, you are always more ready to hear than we are to pray, and constantly give more than either we desire or deserve Pour down on us the abundance of your mercy, forgiving us those things of which our conscience is afraid, and giving us those good things for which we are not worthy to ask except through the merits and mediation of Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, Keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of His Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Amen. People involved in today's podcast are John Mason, speaker and writer, and Catherine Jacob, a minister for women's ministry in Birmingham, Alabama. Prayers are from an Australian prayer book, 1978. The opening and concluding music is from St. Andrew's Cathedral, Sydney, and the Alleluia Chorus from Handel's Messiah is sung by the Chamber Choir of the Cathedral under the direction of Ross Cobb. Please let us know if you have a question or a comment about this podcast. We'd love to hear from you.